Yo, what's going on? Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 18. I am TC Fontaine. This is Malik Riggs. How's it going, what's Malik? What's up, man? What's going on? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Man, been a been a long week for me, man. We was just talking about this before we got on here. It's been such a, a long week. Uh, finals, work. I haven't been able to watch much wrestling. Um, but I was I was fine. I finally had a day off today to chill. It wasn't a day off. I had a final earlier, but I'm I'm not working. Uh-huh. And um so I was able to actually watch wrestling live for the first time without having to watch a DVR. So oh, that's I, good. I kind of miss like on being on Twitter for uh for Raw and SmackDown. Uh-huh. The, the last week. Well, I caught those. I caught those though. But uh I have not watched Dynamite yet for tonight. Watch NXT. I haven't watched Dynamite, but yeah, we're gonna talk about some wrestling. We got some tables, ladders, and chairs action coming up this weekend. We we are also going to be at a wrestling event this yes, Friday this weekend. FSW. Uh, Future Stars of Wrestling, Las Vegas. Uh the uh Killer Cross presents Natural Born Killers 2 live on Fight TV. Uh we will be in the building. We'll be covering that show. Uh got some appearances there, some former WWE talent, uh, some not so big names, and uh, some somewhat big names. Uh, Austin Aries. Austin Aries, we could get Austin uh, Aries. That we, yeah, we, I mean, as, as far as the WWE people, they might not know who he is. Yeah, but, uh, but wrestling for wrestling fans, they definitely know. I feel like anybody Aries. at an FSW show, like if you go to an indie wrestling show, you are a true wrestler. So I'm sure everybody's going to know who he is. Yeah, besides, everybody in the building will probably know who he is. Besides my girlfriend who knows who no one is. Hey, she might know who MVP is. Because uh, nice, she said she used to watch wrestling back in the day. I believe she's lying, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, Simon Gotch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there, uh, there might be people who don't know. <laughs> Uh, my, my guy TJP, man, my fellow Lakers fan. Yes, uh, yes. TJP being in the building. Uh, he had a he had a question and answer on Reddit the other day, which was really, really? interesting. Really, uh, uncorked, I would say. Didn't he didn't hold back, but he also wasn't. He, he didn't seem bitter talking about uh-huh. like his experiences, like how you know some people just kind of seem extremely bitter talking yeah, yeah. about their time I mean, in WWE. I mean, when we spoke to him about it, like he, it was the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he didn't seem bitter. I mean, he just seemed like it, it ran its course, and he was. Just, it was just like it was a it was a road <laughs> that he he traveled. It was a, yeah. a destination he stopped at that a lot of people in his field stop at. Some people enjoy. And TJP has had a, a lot of he's had a lot of accomplishments in his career. Like remember, he was suicide in TNA. And yeah, former the first he's winner. A, of the, he's actually one of the. He's actually one of two. People to have held the X Division Championship and the WWE Cruiserweight title. Who's the other person? Rich Swan. Oh wow! Yeah, Rich Swan's still in Impact. Uh, I believe TJP's in Impact. I did not watch Impact yesterday. I forgot the DVD. I caught a little bit of it. It was it was alright. Yeah, man. Uh, absolutely. Um, I can't remember who else is all booked for uh, this show. I'm interested in it. Uh, I haven't been. I've been trying to catch a FSW show. For the last year, so this is actually be my my first time. So I'm and, really and they show our page a lot of love, man. It shows a lot of absolutely, love. man. Tag in almost every post, and literally have. every post promoting yeah. the show. So we 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 really mess with y'all. Shout out to uh shout out to Super Hill Promotions. 
and Future Stars yes. Wrestling. Yes, yes. Man, Young Kings Wrestling, man. You know where to find us, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Radio Public, Radio Republic. I think it's Radio yeah, Public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the everywhere, man. Everywhere. Like us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> at YK Wrestling. Hashtag YK Wrestling. If you listen and let us know, man. Uh what you want to get into uh, out here? We can we can recap the week or we can predict tables, ladders, and chairs. I'm voting for predicting tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, yeah, we don't have to recap the week. Tables, we... tables, ladders, and chairs has a special place in my heart. Yes, uh, sir. Because a year ago, during the tables, ladders, and chairs pay per view, Malik sent me a login for Instagram for the YK Wrestling page, and hey, uh, we are here now. I had no uh, idea. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have no idea that I did that. So wow. the TLC pay-per-view holds a special place in my heart. We would not be here if that it wasn't dope. for the TLC pay-per-view uh, taking place last year. So, Yo, and people, let me, let me tell you, this guy at TC has done a tremendous job with my page, like, I, I asked him, can I clone him? Like, can I have more people <laughs> to run my other page, like my other pages? So, you know, I could just focus on like really building everything. But this guy's is great. Like, you know, he he's our Twitter following is like my phone blows up with Twitter and Instagram all day. Uh, even though we it's because have- I call out people being condescending all the time. So I don't think yeah. it's a lot of a lot of good shit going on with the Twitter notifications. I'll just hey, like long to call as people out. seeing this. I mean it's yeah, not like it's not like we're artists and our tactics is overlooking our music. I mean it's making sense and you know you're getting the truth out there. Like that's honestly like it's honestly the truth and that's what we want to see. I mean we do have a little weird number on Instagram of followers. Oh uh, yeah that's six sixty six. So if it's still <laughs> if 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 y'all don't follow us on Instagram and y'all have actually gotten to this point in the episode as well um because you know some people just turn shit off after a while but yeah. if you've gotten to this point and you are not following us on instagram and you go to our instagram page and it still says 666 can you please follow us um if you do follow us on instagram and you see the number still says 666 you can do us a favor and unfollow us just to get the number out the way. <laughs> What? <laughs> was a Malcolm X by any means necessary. <laughs> so no, I don't, don't hear Just get us off of that number. You, I mean, okay. I mean, you could always check back later and refollow us again. Yes, sir. See, the number is not that. I prefer that. But if you want to help us out by unfollowing us just to get the number off of that, please do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, TLC hailing this Sunday, December 15th uh, from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout out to the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, for, for letting Anthony Davis drop 50 points on them the other night. Hey. Give me some uh, some bragging rights there because my Lakers look really good in this What are y'all? Only lost three games this season already? Only? We only lost three games. Uh, and those three were two all playoff teams. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh. Clippers, which is not a bad loss at all. Uh, the the world champion Raptors. Okay. And, uh, I cannot recall who who our last loss. Um, it slipped my on guy, my guy Brun finally got to play with him with with legitimate big men. I'm so happy. I mean, so. hold on, man. Uh, you gonna show some respect to Chris Bosh? No, Chris Bosh was a big man, but him and LeBron was like the same size. You gonna show some love to Kevin Love? 
before he played with LeBron, he was he was busting. But while he's playing with LeBron, uh, like Chris Bosh get more love than Kevin Love, honestly, in my yeah. heart. Cause, but mainly because that was my team. That's still my team, the Miami Heat. We are doing amazing this year. You guys are really shocked. But he's the best big man he ever played with. Like he played with, I mean, he played with Shaq, but yeah, that was, but that was old. Two thousand nine. Yeah, Tristan Thompson <laughs> was cheating on his girlfriend and all that. Tristan Thompson is also Tristan Thompson. But hey, yeah. shout out the Young King Sports Podcast. Hold that story. Table, um, <laughs> ladders, and chairs, man. Yes, sir. Uh, so we're gonna go through these. Let's let's run these predictions through. Uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Uh, First off, I wanna I wanna say my thoughts on this. One, I I hate when TLC matches do not have anything on the line in them. Yes. Because what is the point? Um, I'm having this match. And I, I I'm not. If memory serves me correct, they have TLC matches that just use all the weapons, and it's not an actual ladder match as the original TLC match. Which I think this is what this is going to be. And that is so uh, disrespectful to the original TLC. It's so disrespectful so to me. So disrespectful to the OG TLC match. Uh, my boys can put they put they put 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 they all on the line for for y'all not to have a belt. It's like why are we having a TLC match that you can win by pinfall? That's some tables, good. ladders, chairs. Oh my! Remember Mick yeah, Foley? Michael Cole. <laughs> Was it Michael Cole and Mick Foley? I think it's both of them. Like, Maybe. Because <laughs> you can hear both of them saying that shit too. Yeah. Tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. Yeah, Michael Cole got all the catchphrases. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to Michael Cole. Because you know he don't like saying that shit. You can hear it in his voice that he right, don't like right. saying it, but it's just like, it's my job. I think Mick Foley said it when he was the commissioner too. He probably, yeah, he, he did. He did. He I, did. I just remember that. I just remember how the way he said it. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Man. But, yeah, that's my that's my beef with, with TLC matches. I mean, you look, it, it, Baron Corbin was in a TLC match last year, but there was something on the line. Yeah, like it was it was him becoming was it full time GM and and then it's like Braun Strowman would never get a Universal <laughs> Title shot. I believe that was a stipulation. I don't think he got one, even though he won that match. He never got the title <laughs> shot. Vince McMahon was just like, "No, damn it, Kevin yeah. at the Finn Balor." Look at all this lost. beef. He should have lost. Oh uh, yeah, he probably should. That was a great match, by the way. Uh, but yeah, man, um, we need. We need something on the line in a TLC match. You can't just have dudes. I mean, they they could have a regular old Extreme Rules match and just bring out tables, ladders, and chairs. Simple. I mean, a lot of hardcore Extreme Rules matches in the last like year and a half that weren't TLC matches still had tables, ladders, and chairs. Chairs, yeah. So, what's the point of labeling this a TLC match other than it's the TLC pay per view? Like uh-huh. let's have let's have let's bring let's bring back uh championship and then just like contract exclusivity in TLC matches going forward. I still have no idea why we haven't had a cruiserweight ladder match yet. Like I have no idea what they're waiting on. Had they not had one on, on like two oh five live? I don't I don't remember. But I'm I'm thinking like a 
What was that? WrestleMania. Was that twenty? Yeah, six man challenge. Was that twenty three? WrestleMania twenty three with the when Daniel Bryan won the internet intern the IC championship. Um, they had like WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah, like give them something like that. Put about six to seven guys in, and just let them. Just let them. Speaking of that, uh, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. Speaking of a uh, cruiserweight championship, shout out to Angel Garza. Uh, from yes, winning sir. the uh, NXT Cruiserweight title tonight. And he proposed to his girlfriend immediately after. Uh, that was dope. That's amazing. You might have just put him over as a face. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> but, crazy. Yeah, shout out to Ray Mysterio. Happy after, birthday. after like, they whole beef was because of, he, like, basically, like, insulted Leo Rush's wife. He's like, you insulted his wife and then proposed to his girl after he beat him. That's some so I wonder, if they gonna, I wonder if they're going to... Uh, Turn it, it was the first time I never went for like a black dude in a match before. Because I was watching the bump this morning and shout out to John Morrison for returning as well. So much happened in the last week yeah. that we forgot to mention. Uh, I was watching I was watching the bump this morning and uh they had Leo Rush call in to talk about his match on Angel Garza tonight. And then one of the hosts asked him about his uh his his rap career and oh, asked him who he think is the best rapper of all time. And so I'm expecting him being, you know, him being from the East Coast. He's from Washington, D.C. I don't know many popular hip-hop acts from Washington, D.C. like all time. Yeah, I mean, they got Wale. Yeah, but besides, I mean, like all time. Oh, yeah. Outside of Wale, I don't know. So I'm thinking just him being from the East Coast and him being a a 90s baby somewhat, he would have said some, some people, you know, 50 Cent or something. Nas, possibly Jay Z. Who do you say? He said Eminem. So I'm like, uh, you think Eminem the best all time? Oh, you gonna lose tonight, buddy? Don't and, let uh, don't let Dick Kenny hear that. <laughs> and Morrow Morrow Nala wasted no time referencing that tonight on NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I love Morrow. Morrow's hilarious because he he's so like he be serious. It get annoying sometimes, but like, and that's kind of that's kind of what Corey Graves is referencing, but. And you know we're not gonna get into that. Yeah. So I I, I laugh sometimes because it's like man, you just, you're just like middle aged white guy and you know all the references. You keep up with everything. That's dope. Like there's somebody we, that do their job right. And can we show our, our respects and our love to Juice World and his family? Yeah, shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to Juice World's family. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say much about that because like yeah yeah no, no, heard no. about what happened <laughs> yeah yeah it was crazy that i i i know where you're going i just know that gotta be one of the most okay like silly, okay. like that gotta be like one of the things that really just make it obvious that the world is a simulation because how do you die like that it, it didn't even have to happen like it did not have to happen you probably wouldn't even went to jail brother but you never know. You never know what goes through people's mind. I don't know, man. But uh, RIP, I, I hate to hear somebody uh, dies, especially in a way like that. And I overdose yeah. Uh, yeah. Virus, no be a seizure, especially uh, losing a friend of mine to a seizure about a year ago. Uh, oh. I hate to hear about people dying and people just having seizures to begin with. Uh, yeah. So RIP Juice World. That's a piece. Uh, but let's be smarter about things. People, please, that's all I want to say. Please. Uh, but Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Uh, it's probably obvious we're gonna win this, but who gonna win? The dog food, the big dog. 
Yeah. I wonder how many Michael Cole catchphrases I can naturally fit into this episode. So I'm <laughs> I'm going to let me let me go get a let me get a piece of paper. I'm going to tally all my Michael Cole references. While Malik go get something to drink, we're going to move on here. Uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, the New Day facing the Revival. Uh, this is one of my favorite feuds this year, possibly. Uh, I like the New Day, obviously. Uh, they're putting the titles on the line versus Revival. Malik got a, a MacBook. Got a new one. You got a new MacBook? Yes, sir. Hey. Got it for... Got it, got it at Costco for about $300 off it, what it normally costs. Woo! Brand new. <laughs> yes, it, might be, it might be that time for me soon, too. Yeah, because mine, mine's is from 2015, and it, 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 it was time. I mean, mine's is cool. It's just, <laughs> I'm running out of room on it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, so, yeah, I need to, I don't think about it. I need to probably get a hard drive or something just to free up some space. I got so much music on here. Yeah, that'd be my I need my music. But uh New Day for a uh, New Day versus Revival for the SmackDown tag titles. Who you got to lead? Uh I, I say uh keep it on New Day. Yeah, just because I don't really care for the revival and I think we need to stop playing hot potato with these tag titles. Yes, sir. Like I stop I mean SmackDown, the SmackDown tag championships have had like the same people. I'm gonna actually look at the last year of champions. Let me get one second. You know the internet be slow. Yeah, I feel it. Uh so in the last in the last year dating back to let's go let's go back to let's go back to last year uh, a couple days after SummerSlam. Okay. Actually no. <laughs> let's let's go back to Let's go. Let's go. So the, the SmackDown tag titles were established in 2016. Yep. So let's go to the Usos winning for the first time. So it was Usos and then the New Day and then the Usos and then the and then the New Day and then the Usos again. Yeah. And the Bludgeon Brothers and then the New Day. The Bludgeon Brothers. And then the Bar. And then Shane McMahon and the Miz. Kind of forgot about that, and then the Usos again, and then the Hardy Boys won it, and then Jeff Thank got you. hurt like a week later, and so they had to vacate it, and then Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan won it. So like Eric Rowan has won the tag titles like three times, uh, no, he's only won it twice, and the New Day has won the SmackDown tag titles five times since 2017, and they've been playing hot potato with the Usos, uh. The last three champions have been currently in the New Day and then the Revival in the New Day. So let's not give it back to the Revival, please. Um, Where are the Usos? Ah, uh, I wanted to talk about that. Where are they? I wanted to talk about that. So we're we, we going to go to this. After this, we're going okay, we to okay, talk about that. Okay, so okay. Uh, I want the New Day to win just because I don't think we need to give the titles back to the Revival again. And I think SmackDown needs some new tag teams as well because I'm tired of it. WWE just needs some new tag teams. In they need to get some tag teams and just leave them as tag teams. Yeah, so just, throwing, just throwing two people together and then be like, 
in the next month. They'll be together for three months and then they just go yeah. off and do their own thing. Yeah. Like, might may or may not win the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that kind of gets old. Yeah. Let's get some real tag team. Let's get some real factions, like something. That's why like I mean I, I just I'm just assuming Undisputed Era would be would be making their main roster debut sometime next year. So, Although they don't need to. No, no, not at all. To me, you know me, keep them in NXT for as long as possible. But, I mean, if you have nothing planned for them, keep them in there as long as possible. Unless they have something planned for them, then that's different. But, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, issued an open challenge uh, that was accepted by the Street Profits. Uh, they had a good match. Not as good as the one they had uh, on NXT TV back, I want to say it was in March. Wasn't as good as that match, obviously. Uh, it was still decent. It was still, you know, a nice little sprint on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Street Profits are entertaining as hell. Uh, the uh, well, the Monday after weekend update, funniest uh-huh. shit I ever seen <laughs> in a while. Uh, I was like Montez Ford has like these funny ass face expressions, and like that dude's a star, yo. Like both of them complement each other so well. Yeah, it's like oh, man, listen, they complement each other very well. Like you can't have one without the other. I, I don't think this is a team that should, it's just kind of like New Day. They just Complement each other very well. They should never break up. Yeah. Well, once once the fans really get super behind them, I hope that uh, I hope it's possible. Because I was actually kind of concerned. Uh, I was watching Raw before they accepted the open challenge. I'm, I'm thinking like, where the hell Street Profits been? And then they came out, had the open challenge, and then they lost. I was like, damn. But then they came back in with that that segment later on. It was hilarious. Uh, okay. So, Viking uh, Raiders. Issued another open challenge this Sunday. So I wanted to ask you, who do you think it's going to be? But then you ended up asking where the Uso is. That's my choice of who's going to accept this challenge. You think so? I I hope so. Those are my guys. Um, you know, between, between them and the Young Bucks, those are like my two favorite tag teams. The Uso has been one of, one of my favorite tag teams since – I want to say maybe 2000, what, 10, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they they really been one of, the, one of my favorite tag teams. I think this is the best version we've ever really seen of the Usos, the Usos we've seen in the past few years. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just don't know what WWE is doing with them. But, you know, I haven't heard nothing of them leaving WWE. So, hey, what do y'all Last doing? I heard they were on TV. But last I heard, they were just waiting for time to come back in, just to waiting for a spot. Okay. That cool. kind of naturally fit. And please, uh, brothers, this does Uber. naturally fit. Yes, please, please use Uber. Um, so I, I, I think that I want, I want the Usos to come back, but I think what we're gonna get is like the AOP challenging for the titles and winning, yeah, and they win them. <sighs> So that's probably what's gonna happen. So I'm not gonna get my hopes up for the Usos, but I would like to see the Usos come back and uh, and possibly turn heel. Not gonna lie, I'd probably be upset about that if the AOP do it. I would be too, just because you haven't done much with Viking Raiders since they won the title. 
because they're still doing the same things they were doing when they came in, which is just beating up jobbers. Yeah, and, so, and, that, and that's another problem with the tag team division. We really don't have any storylines with these guys. Like, what storylines that we have with the Viking Raiders? None. We haven't they, had any. They just get wrestlers, which is I'm fine with. I'm fine with. They just but, they're just two guys that just want to come in and fuck shit up, which is yeah, dope. Yeah, but you gotta do something with them at some point. Yeah, I mean, unless they're gonna have a which is why I feel like AOP. AOP. Yeah, yeah that's why I feel like AOP would probably challenge him for the titles, maybe beat him, maybe because we haven't seen Viking Raiders be vulnerable or show any vulnerability whatsoever. No, since they debuted. Before you do that, though, you would want them to, like, really have some feuds with some other tag team to establish that they are a good tag team because, for the most part, they just been whooping jobbers' asses or just beating guys who are coming out of nowhere. They've been facing jobbers with – with I don't know if this is whose choice this is, but they, they face jobbers who are referenced – Ver, the names of these jobbers are references to things that are going to troll the city of the yeah of where they are at yeah kind of like when they, uh where did where did they go to where they where they mean like Milwaukee and they had this dude dressed up as a Cubs player that was like talking shit oh yeah I've seen that, I see that <laughs> like hey that's funny but I mean that's yeah. something you would do for the Viking Raiders when they first debuted. Like give them a few with the street profits or the OC or something. The Kabuki Warriors. I would love to see. (laughs) Hey, I think I think Oscar and Kyrie could take them. Yeah, I love I love I love that. Like they becoming they're they're slowly becoming one of my favorite tag teams. But we'll talk about that when they we talk about their yeah we talk about that. Uh, But yeah, get let's get the Viking Raiders into a few. Yeah, like Malik said, I would have loved to seen uh, a mutual (laughs) kind kind of like how. The New Day and the Usos mutually have respect for each other. I would yeah. love to see something like that with the Viking Raiders and Street Profits like more often because they feuded in NXT, but they still have a respect for each other. They ended up shaking hands after their match on Monday night. Uh-huh. Which it shows they have a mutual respect for each other. They have history. They have respect. And so you can have them just kind of go back and forth. Uh, maybe even have the Street Profits win the titles. Wouldn't be mad at that. I would not at all be mad at Street yeah. Profits winning the titles. But it's just uh, like if you take a team like AOP that you're trying to make the dominant team and they just come in and crush a team that was supposed to be dominant, to me, I feel like that hurts. All for the sake of building Seth Rollins up. Yeah, yeah, that hurts That hurts you guys. That hurts your, that hurts your division. And that's exactly what's going to happen because we've seen this before. WWE does not have a problem with using the tag team championships in order to build up something happening with one of their top guys. How yep. many times have we seen guys who are opponents at a pay-per-view end up winning the tag titles weeks before they face oh off and then they go into the match as a tag champs? Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels and John, and John Cena, Cena at WrestleMania <laughs> 20, 23 yeah. were tag team champions going into their match versus each other. And so the tag titles weren't even on the line at WrestleMania because your tag champions are facing each other in the main event. Exactly. So, like, WWE doesn't have a problem doing that, and I wish they would stop doing stop it. Stop that, because they don't, you don't have to do that. You don't, you don't, you don't. I mean, I understand maybe here and there, but you just did it with Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman 
and you did it with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose just a few months before that. <laughs> like, because they do it all the time where they're just like, stop. They just throw the titles around. Let's stop, let's stop building the tag team division around Seth Rollins. Yeah. Because you're, you're about to do it for a third time in the last year. So let's stop doing it. I think with, with Seth Rollins, they're trying to make Seth Rollins a John Cena. And it's just not working. Like, I wouldn't even say a John Cena. They tried to make him Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns ended up getting sick and they needed somebody to take over. Yeah. But I don't, to me, something felt different about Roman Reigns. Like, even though, even though people like really just because people wasn't messing with them, but so to people me, finally realized that people realized that this guy is actually a person. He's not Roman Reigns is not Joe. On Hawaii, yeah, and then when he comes out, says his real name, says some real life shit, people just all of a sudden realize, like, wait, this is an actual human being. Yeah, yeah. Let us let us be easier on him. And people didn't realize how much they actually liked him until they realized it was a possibility that we would end up losing. I think I think we just don't like the fact of stuff being like basically forced, and like. They have forced Seth Rollins on us since, what, 2014? He also doesn't have, like, that charisma that Roman Reigns has. Yeah. Like, Roman Reigns' charisma kind of helps him because he's a he could be a powerhouse, but he's not, like, too big of a guy. So right. he could, you know, he has that. He's not, he's not as invincible as some other guys. Like, Braun Strowman, for instance, is kind of invincible. Whereas, like, yeah. Roman, he's... He's a powerhouse, but he's also a regular guy. Like when he did that that town hall thing, like I could really see that playing out. Like him hopping up, trying to like really talk to everybody, like you suck. I'm trying to motivate you, and everybody just being like, "Man, f you," and leaving. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. All right. So Seth Rollins plays this role perfectly. Uh, I like how they did the reveal <clears throat> Monday night, but uh, Seth Rollins also doesn't have a place on this pay per view, so. Uh, before we recorded, I thought it was going to be the Usos. Now that we got into the conversation about it, it's definitely going to be AOP. <laughs> Wait, Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins' real name is? Kobe Lopez. Kobe Lopez? Yeah. <laughs> is he Hispanic? Uh, I guess uh, his stepdad is Hispanic and uh, kind of took his just... last name. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't think he's Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, AOP, probably, yeah. Shout out to Lopez. Yeah, shout, shout out to Seth, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad we dissected that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have nothing much to say now. I'm kind of upset because we probably will not get the return of the Usos now. <laughs> that would be uh, hot, man. Moving on, uh, we have Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Uh, so this past week on SmackDown, the Miz was like, Brian, Daniel Bryan hasn't been seen for a whole week. It concerns me. I'm going to find out what the hell happened because me and Daniel Bryan don't like each other, but I care about him because I have some respect for him. I'm going to admit it. This whole time I'm just watching it like, Mike, come on, man. That ain't none of your business. <laughs> out the way. It is none of your business. And as soon as I heard the Firefly Funhouse theme music, I was like, 
Oh, you done fucked up, bro. <laughs> Been fucked up, and then Bray Wyatt just is like, I know a man who is there for his family, and he holds a picture of Miz and his whole family. I'm like, oh, Mike, you the fucked up, bro. So uh, he well, goes maybe searching. That was good, Cause like, how did you get a picture of my family that fast, bro? Like he goes searching for him because like for some reason the fun house is backstage in in basketball arenas nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> so, you go check the T-Mobile all the time. Oh bad. God! You go check them. <laughs> so, so he goes looking. For, <laughs> it's so funny when you put it that way. Um, <laughs> so the Miz goes looking for Bray Wyatt backstage, and he comes across this room, and in the room is this the lone framed photograph of the Miz and his family, but the Miz's face has been replaced with Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> Bray Wyatt attacks Miz from behind and uh, with his sister Abigail. <laughs> what did JoJo have so, to say about that? <laughs> so so this is the first time that Bray Wyatt has appeared on TV as Funhouse Bray Wyatt outside of the Funhouse. And uh, I want to cross-reference something we talked about last week with The Fiend and how they can figure out a way to to find something that will make his character vulnerable, similar to The Undertaker and The Urn. Once other people possess The Urn, they possess the power of The Undertaker. They can control them, they can do whatever. So what's the Fiend's equivalent to that? Apparently we got our answer and it's Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Uh, So this Sunday, The Miz and Bray Wyatt will be facing off, not The Fiend, but just regular old Bray Wyatt. Uh, It is not for the universal title for whatever reason. Uh, so with that being said, what? who gets this win? Since it's not for the universal title, can the Miz sneak a win on regular Bray Wyatt? Uh, no. Can the Miz find that spot in Bray Wyatt that can exploit him and actually find the weakness? Well, you never know. You know how WWE is with they Bray didn't turn Wyatt. Miz into Carmen San Diego and shit. <laughs> Uh, Inspector Gadget or whoever the hell. Uh, I don't. Know. I wouldn't be surprised if Miz won. Um, I, I have no idea why this is not for a title. I hate when we have pay per views that that, that that we like. It's your top champion, like none of your top championships yeah. are on the, line on the show. Yeah, like. I mean, maybe we this, might be jumping the gun. This, we have one more episode of SmackDown. Of the decade. Yeah, we, we we have one more episode of SmackDown. So possibly. But none of your something, of, right? As of right now, none of your. Where is the IC championship? I haven't seen this as a debut. Yeah, so I, yeah, just looking at this pay per view, you have three championship matches, and all of them are the tag team championships. You have no. The uh, champion is not even on the card. No singles champions announced. None of your world champions. Your women's Who? one of your women's champions is is going for a tag title. Uh, your other Who's one is the US title champion. Right now? Bailey and Lacey Evans is probably going to get added to the show. Um, but outside of that, like the, the WWE Championship is not going to be on the line because Brock isn't going to show up. Um, the Universal Title is not on the line, even though the champs in a match. Uh, maybe they might announce it. Uh, I don't want to jump the gun. I'm going <coughs> to wait till Friday and see, and then I'll solidify my complaints oh, on Sunday Ray night. Wait, Ray Mysterio's wait. U.S. Title. Okay, Ray Mysterio. And Shinsuke has the Intercontinental. I'm telling y'all, man. Put put Shinsuke with Kabuki Warriors, yo. 
That would be like, dope. They're just on different shows. Yeah. Oh, you know, they don't care about cross-brand. Yeah, Sami Zayn showed up on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, I heard his music. Like, what the fuck is he doing here? Exactly yeah. what I said. I was like, what is he doing here? And then they explained who, it. Who is writing these shows? <laughs> Apparently, Sami Zayn had uh, applied for a manager's license, which allowed him to appear on another show. Which, okay, what is the criteria for this license now? <laughs> everybody just applied from one just to be able to appear on both shows. Like, yeah, why, this, why have we not heard this from, like, the classic managers or anything like that? Why is this just now a thing just, <laughs> just getting established? <laughs> like, we've had, we've had a draft split for the better part of going on 18 years now. We probably spent, like, three years not having one out of the last 18 years. Can we make these singles titles important again? Because honestly, I have really not cared about the IC or the US title at all this year. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one thing. How they kind of have been making the US title seem important with AJ Styles claiming himself as a top champion when he was a championship, and then you have all these main eventer guys coming out the night after Survivor Series talking about I want to challenge for it. So they're kind of making it seem important. Like it's okay. been main eventing role the last few weeks. My God, Shinsuke, uh, he just cannot. Intercontinental win. title, on the other hand. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura cannot win on this main roster, yo. Like he just can't win. He, he has a championship and he just, man, it's super unfortunate. But I don't feel like he's leaving to work because I guess his family loves staying in Florida. So I think he's going to be chilling for a while. But. Plus, plus he don't get to do much. Like, I feel like yeah. he busted his ass over in New Japan all those years. He just, I can just chill over here and yeah. still make money. Like, I get to be able to walk. You know, you might not be able to walk when he gets older. You never know. But honestly, man, put him with the Kabuki Warriors and, like, give them a solid manager that's not Sami Zayn. It doesn't need to be Sami Zayn. Yeah, that that that's not Sami Zayn. I like the Kabuki Warriors not having a manager either. They just come out and speak in their native language, and it just sounds dope. Like because when people speak fast in Japanese, it just sounds so intense <laughs> and like very hard. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they, if if you could still let them do that, but like sometimes, like at one point of time, they're gonna need like a little mouthpiece, like somebody to actually kind of speak for them. Mm-hmm. And. Who would oh, let's talk about the Kabuki Warriors in a second. Who wins Bray Wyatt yeah. in the maze? Oh, shit. What, uh, <laughs> probably like Bray Wyatt? No. I'm, I'm going with the Miz. You're going with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move Bray on. Um, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Uh, Yo, this should this be a good one. Let's get This might be the time. match of the night. Um, If they put it if they put it on like the pre-show, it could be. Because they're going to pre-show to get some more time. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe like eight minutes on the show. I think like on an actual show, they wouldn't get eight minutes. Yeah, but this, this, I, I feel like this is gonna steal the show. And it's not gonna be long either. So let's let's get that let's get that out the way now. This is not gonna be a long match. We already know right. that. But it can still be fun. Doesn't make them good. Yeah, just, and just because matches are short doesn't make them not good. Yeah, yeah. I like shorter matches because I like shorter matches that tell a story versus long matches that are just long for the sake of doing a whole bunch of movies and not telling a story. Uh-huh. But then you can have the best of both worlds. You can have a, a long match that does tell a story and you get possibly 
the best wrestling match of all time, Andrade and Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. But you don't need long matches. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this match ain't going to be long, but Aleister Black is definitely going to get the win. Yeah, he uh, got to. But Buddy Murphy hasn't lost a lot. And yeah, surprisingly, Buddy Murphy's extremely better than I've like actually like Buddy Murphy's win loss record. Like, go look at it; it's it's very good, surprisingly. Because most people yeah. think he's just losing all the time, just because you don't see him on TV a lot. But he wins a lot when he does show up. And he's a good wrestler. He's better than he's a good wrestler, and he can talk. Blake, what, what happened? Oh, Wesley, Wesley Blake, because Wesley Blake is still in NXT, a part of a tag team that nobody likes. Oh, yeah, sure. Son, son was not Sons of Anarchy. Forgot. <laughs> sons of Anarchy. There's no that? disrespect to to, Wes, uh, to Wesley Blake, but his buddy Murphy's just better. Just ain't did nothing. Yeah, he just ain't did nothing. So, uh, but who you got winning that match? Aleister Black, off tops. Yeah, yeah off rip. Uh, Aleister Black, did you did you watch Aleister Black and Akira Tozawa on Monday night? No, I didn't get to catch that. Like, you gotta go at least go look for the for the black mass he hit on Kiritazawa. Like Kiritazawa whole body went limp immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite 205 live guys, too. He's really he's really good at what he does, like the way he sells moves. It's just yeah. like his intensity when he does certain moves. That's one of my favorite guys. Um he he's another person I say put in that faction, by the way. And Kabuki words, yeah, that's just racist. You putting all the Japanese people together, it's just they it's like, all. It's like when people suggest to put all the black wrestlers together for no reason. No, it's just because they all have that strong style of wrestling, and like they are very similar characters. And I think that faction could really work. Besides putting just any you random put Eel Shirai in there too, huh? Uh, I don't know. That'd be pushing it. <laughs> just because, just because they got they got two tag teams. Uh, Tazawa, he's with the cruiserweights, and Shinsuke, he has his IC. That that just makes sense to me. I don't know. It could work, but it just you want to get into like typical. Yeah, let's. It, it just seems typical, but let's get into uh, this match. Is, I'm actually the one I'm looking forward to the most, just because three of three of the competitors in this match main event at TLC last year. And it was dope as fuck. So you add Kyrie Sane to the mix. When you add Kyrie Sane to the mix, <laughs> chances drastically go down. Drastically <laughs> go down. Uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlie Flair, uh, TLC match for the tag team championships. Uh, who wins and what happens next? You're gonna get the return of Becky two belts. No. I feel like I feel like I want the Kabuki Warriors to win, but I feel like they try to seem like they about to lose, don't it? Set up, set up some shit. Because they look so strong <laughs> in the last couple weeks yeah. against Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yeah, like I feel like they're trying to set up something and yeah. I don't know what they're trying to set up, but like right now I don't like it. <laughs> and uh and so I probably expect to see a lot of like angry people on the internet on Sunday night. Because oh, yeah. I think uh, the result of this is going to be uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair becoming women's tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, and another thing for the manager of, of that faction I was talking about, give them Paul Heyman. Just so we can see Paul Heyman more. Because he, he produces on Raw, too. Right? Yeah, Paul Heyman, you be, in the, you be there. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it would hurt. Because he would, like, have whatever they say, he would, like, over-exaggerate it. And it would be probably funny. So, yeah. And, but, uh... The Kabuki, yeah. Uh, I hope the Kabuki Warriors win. Like that's who I want to win, but who who I feel like is going to win is, and it's crazy that we have to say that. Like Becky Lynch and Charlotte, because I, I I'm a huge fan of Becky Lynch. It's just WWE is like basically forcing this this whole man thing. Like it's starting to feel like it's starting to be forced again. So mm-hmm. it's like okay, because she hasn't has she lost that belt since WrestleMania? No. Nah. Yeah. yeah, she's been champ since WrestleMania. Like she lost the the SmackDown one. <clears throat> yeah, well, she lost. Like, she still had the one. Yeah. Cool. Was it? No, it was Charlotte. Oh, it's Charlotte. Oh yeah, Charlotte lost to Bailey, right? On SmackDown. Yep. Okay. No. It was it was it was at Money in the Bank. Yeah, it was at Money in the Bank. It was. Man, it's been a long ass year. So much has happened. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I thought she lost on the debut. She no, because Bailey won Money in the Bank. Oh, okay. Yeah, she okay. won Money in the Bank and then cashed in on Charlie like later in that night. Oh. Bailey lost to Charlie and then beat Charlie a week later on SmackDown. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, Charlie got so many. How many times Charlie won the SmackDown Women's Title this year, and nobody remembers her winning because she didn't hold the title for more than a week each time. Hot potato. Man, stop hot potato on these damn titles! Like Bruno San Martino held the title for <laughs> what seven years? No, that, that's too long. Like, I mean, you guys don't got to hold it for seven Wrestle, years. Wrestling was, must have been so bored back then. <laughs> well, that's because everybody was booked like Brock Lesnar back at the time, where they would just yeah. show up here and there, which is, why, which is why, like, Brock Lesnar holding the title for, what, 600 days? I don't think it was 600. I think it was, like, 500-something, which it was, it was oh, kind of a, yeah, a callback yeah. to the old times. Like, so guys don't got to hold the title for you know, seven years and nothing. They only got to hold it for a year. But seven years, that's sick. Hot potato when these belts and rounds are getting aggravating. Right. So, uh, but it is what it is, man. Um, Sorry, Kabuki Warriors. (laughs) Uh, But uh, finally, yeah, finally, uh, we have a tables match. (laughs) Uh, Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Oh God! I hope this is the end of this shit. Please, please. Like, like, so uh, apparently, Rusev and Lana got divorced uh, in kayfabe officially because they both signed the documents. Um, but now it's just like Rusev just want to fight Bobby Lashley <laughs> for the hell of it. <laughs> and so, uh, oh my God! At that signing, I was like, he, so like I, I, I knew exactly what was gonna happen when I see. When they start to, they start to show off with Jerry Lawler in the ring, and I see a table there, and I'm <laughs> like, 
okay, I see what they're about to do. Rusev and Bobby Lashley about to have a table smash this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, yep, that's what happened. Uh, Rusev put Bobby Lashley through a table on Monday night. Uh, because you you could never have a segment in the middle of the ring with the table in the middle of the ring and not have that table ever be gone through. Yeah, The table, uh, 9.9 times out of 10, is going to get broken. And why as was not, the case. Why don't they never have, like, an Iron Man tables match? It's like how many tables somebody get put through at a time? Yeah. I mean, because, like, a tables match, it's cool, but it's just, like... It's kind of an innovative through, idea. I wouldn't mind you that. Put, you get put through one table, and then, like, the match is over. Give them, like, 25 minutes, and whoever gets slammed through the most tables wins, like... But hey, what the hell do I know? Vince, cut the check, man. Cut the check, Vince. Part God. three. No. <laughs> man, well, I, gotta, I gave him another idea. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I could see like indie subjects yeah, some doing indie, something like indie that. Stuff like that. I yeah. couldn't necessarily see that on like mainstream television. I, I mean, we're going to be at FSW this weekend. So maybe yeah, that'd be dope. Pitch some ideas. Pitch some ideas. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind Who you got winning this match, man? I'm just assuming Rusev, but you never know. Bobby Lashley could beat him on something of, with by the help of Lana, and they push this for another two to three weeks. Uh, CM Punk, <laughs> CM Punk had an idea. Uh, oh my god! From, from last night, <laughs> I want to I want to get the transfer for CM Punk's idea. That was hilarious. And it was a really good idea to to draw this out even further to WrestleMania. It ends up with Lana and uh, what a, a kid. Oh my god, was, is this real? What? So, don't I hope this is not real? Uh, it says Lana accuses CM Punk of making misogynistic comments. Oh god, um, I mean, looks like looks like these are kayfabe comments, so uh, okay, whew, thank god. Hey, you never know. You never know sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm paraphrasing. CM Punk came up with an idea, basically. Uh, a, loon- a loser leaves Lana match. Loser keeps Lana match. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, poor so Lana. the loser keeps Lana, but then they just keep – apparently this is what I got from it. They just keep challenging each other because she just continually annoys the other person. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know what's so funny about that segment? What? When they were like going back and forth, and out of nowhere, Lana goes, Rusev, go to hell! <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, okay, that like, segment was unnecessarily long. <laughs> yes. Like, and what, what, I mean, AEW as well. What the hell has been with these long ass segments? Like, these long ass opening promos. Like, you have like, oh, a yeah, circle Thanksgiving promo was like 30 minutes long, damn near. The promo they had tonight wasn't that bad. I mean, they had Jericho with uh, Moxley asking them to join the inner circle, but it was said, kind of, uh, "Take it up like, with your wife." Yeah, like he he mentioned a lot of that. Like I like I said, if we keep Jericho as the only Jericho and maybe Moxley as the two guys who only mentions you know WWE, that's not bad because like in that promo he was basically saying like, "Yo, we have we have history of being in that other company." We had matches in that other company. We have we had other, you know, we had a rivalry in that company. Now we here. You needed help when you was getting ready to leave. I gave you that help. 
So that makes sense. So I'm like, I don't get mad when they do stuff like that, but you know, they just take it random. You gotta acknowledge the history. I mean, yeah, and that's man. a good thing. That's a good thing. They acknowledge the history. It's not like they completely act like that never happened. So I, I think that's I'm good. glad WWE is like starting to go stop stop doing that shit too. Yeah. Cause I, I was watching the I was watching the bump this morning. Uh I, I feel like I'm one of the only few people that watches the bump. Uh, <laughs> I just started myself though. Um and John Morrison was on there and they started showing John Morrison facing people in Impact and, and Lucha Underground. And they actually really? mentioned Impact and Lucha Underground by name. And they showed a photo of him facing Ray Phoenix in Impact. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. You know, Ray Phoenix sighting on WWE television, which is kind of cool. We got a we got we got a small clip of Daniel Bryan on uh NXT of me on a AEW, if I'm not mistaken. What happened? Going like 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 some young buck clips from when they oh, okay. was in, uh the indie. So yeah. If 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 that was I I it was so fast that I feel like I kinda caught him, but I don't know. They they may they might have never wrestled a day in their life, but yeah. I, I like that both companies are showing that these guys don't just magically pop up out the blue like Kane and Undertaker or something like that. Like they actually have wrestling history. They've been in other companies. This is why people love them. You might not know it, but you wonder why the person next to you knows them. And here's why. So please keep them coming. And uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, I hear something. something I saw something yesterday. Um, I don't remember where I saw it, so I cannot reference it. So don't don't call me. But I seen something that said uh, apparently. Ring of Honor is looking to sell to WWE in the next few months. Really? I don't remember where I saw it at, but I definitely saw it somewhere. And it was so passive. I was just like, oh, we'll see if it happens. I didn't want to. They're trying to sell the company to WWE? Uh, I guess either the company or their property. Oh, I wouldn't wouldn't be mad at that. Always wish that which uh, my which my uh my prediction of in uh Ring of Honor not existing in the next year is gonna be coming true sooner than later. Yes, sir. So that's kind of dope. I mean everybody is left. Um I think they were banking on the other stars too much to the point where it was like I don't think they believe they would leave because as you can see, they don't the two companies don't even work together. So it's like it sounds like there's some bad blood there, but I don't know which, which companies. Ring AEW, of Honor? yeah, Ring of Honor, AEW. Like you would think, Ring of Honor with would be gladly to let their wrestlers go over there, right? Yeah. But we haven't seen none, and they don't have no correlation with each other with the company. So I'm just I'm just assuming that they're not on good terms. Maybe they are, but I'm just assuming they're not. I don't know because they could have, you know, as you mentioned before, they could have did like a talent exchange. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly, I'm I'm like, I have no idea why AEW doesn't try to buy it because the talent they have over there would fit in perfectly with their their show, but I highly doubt that they would want to even sell to AEW, especially if WWE come with that big money. They come in with that bag. Come with that big money, so you never know. Man, um, yeah, I'm not sure what could happen. Uh, I just know 
I, I would actually like to see Ring of Honor like actually do sell to WWE because since all of Ring of Honor's top guys is for the WWE? most part are in WWE. Or our top guys in WWE. Yeah. Like all of them have won multiple world championships. I think the the only only ones who haven't, Samoa Joe and Nigel McGuinness. Yeah, I think sounds so. about right. So yeah. Then you got CM Punk. Oh yeah, Sami Zayn hasn't won anything either. Um, CM Punk, Kevin Owens, uh, you know Samoa Joe, all those guys, Adam Cole. So you got a long list of guys uh, who had really good careers in Ring of Honor, and uh, yeah, they need to they need to put something in motion because. Ring of Honor is kind of bad right now. And if you would have told me like three years ago that Ring of Honor was Ring of Honor would be damn near going out of business, would be scandal ridden, whereas Impact is doing very well. (laughs) You told me three years ago, I would have been like, huh? What are you talking (laughs) about? Right. So I mean, that's how crazy the wrestling industry is, though. It's just like, you know, I think you would have told. If you would have told people back in 1997 that, hey, in four years, WCW is going to cease to exist, they would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you tripping, buddy. But, hey, look. <laughs> right. Which is it's kind of crazy to think that five years after the formation of the NWO, that very company didn't exist anymore. Like, that's that, insane. Oh, my God. That was the name of that company. Did you ever hear of that old wrestling company? Called WWFX. Kind of sounds familiar. It had it had wrestlers like Carlito, like it basically had all the old WWE wrestlers like Carlito, Hurricane, Davari, MVP, Sheldon Benjamin. It's basically like if WWE had one. That's the Monday Night Raw in car uh, mid card of two thousand five. Yeah, I don't know why. I, it just popped into my brain, like, not too long ago, and I was trying to find it, but I couldn't think of the original name. And now it, I literally just found it. And it has all these old guys. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's a company anymore. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, but, yeah. Which is which is kind of impressive that, like, the, the Hardy Boys still have their company around. I think yeah. they're still technically tag team champions, even though they haven't defended their belts in, like, three years. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Omega yeah. Wrestling is still around. That's crazy. Yeah, maybe they'll do. Maybe maybe they'll do something once it's almost time for them to be up. Which it, which Jeff I think Matt Hardy might be leaving soon. Yeah, man. You see what his his wife tweeted or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, she always tweeting something. Yeah, she's always upset. <laughs> she always taking shots at somebody. But, but shout out to Matt. They just had 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 their third their third, their third, third son, man. Yeah, shout out to the Hardy Boys. So I want to see my Hardy's kids. I comment the Hardy boys. I I wanted to come in Team Extreme, but like I heard she really don't fuck with Lita like that. So I don't. I don't. Yeah, you want to stay away from that. I don't want to put that energy on there. So I just put the Hardy boys. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Be like the the heart the new Hardy boys. Yeah, for real. And then and then Jeff can get his girls and they can. Possibly the women's tag champions. That would be dope if, like, the, the Hardys, if Jeff's daughters and Matt's boys became tag champions in like 15 years. That'd be fire. That'd be dope. Like, that'd be something dope to reference. 
Yes, sir. But then hopefully, you know, you know how it always go. Whereas yeah. people don't if you yeah, got a leg, if, you, if you got legendary parents, you're not panning out. Whereas yeah. it's the opposite if your parents was just like a I minor mean, character or a job. Charlotte, Charlotte, she did pretty well. It's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> just off the top of my head, I can't think of nobody else. Like who yeah. else? We'll see what Dominic does. Yeah, that's like <laughs> Dominic, Dominic might be the next one. Um, so we're we'll gonna see. see. But like IRS, his his son is Bray Wyatt. Oh, sure he is, yeah. <laughs> which which in Bo uh, Dallas. <laughs> which which is crazy. Also, I'm watching I'm watching backstage, right? And fuck, I forget the, I forget the damn joke. But basically Renee kind of kind of like mentioned that who who Bray Wyatt's dad was <laughs> and I'm like and Paige and Paige is just like she don't know what she can do <laughs> like Paige don't know what to say because she's like oh oh no you're gonna get in trouble <laughs> you even see him punk didn't know what to say like you know, like, you know CM Punk didn't know what to say <laughs> that's a problem because CM Punk is like, shit, we can talk about that. <laughs> Shout out to Renee, man. Renee, you know, I, 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 love, safe. I love that show, bro, because it's like the definition of not kayfabe. Yeah, uh, I seen the but interview it's still kayfabe Cor- Yeah, but I seen it. I seen the Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, and he was just like, this is really why I like Baron Corbin because, like, yeah. I'm one of the few wrestling fans out there that actually doesn't have to watch a an interview. Or, or have to have a, a cancer diagnosis to realize these people are actually people. Right. I can separate the characters from the person playing. So but Barry Corbin said shit, it himself. His his his. Character. He, he enjoy it though. Yeah, yeah. He like his character. Like, I could I, I could talk shit on Johnny Gargano, but not actually talk shit on the person Johnny Gargano. Right. Whereas like the wrestler, hell yeah. It was like. I mean, but when it came to like Seth Rollins in the last few months, people have not been able to separate that. Like it's cool if you don't like Seth Rollins, the character, but to to try to shit on the person is kind of crazy. And for the fact that a bunch of wrestling fans that think they have the authority on Seth Rollins being cool or not, you're a wrestling fan. We we don't have the authority on really what's cool when it comes to wrestling shit. anything bro like (laughs) i mean to some things i think we i I think like you know i i I feel like i like hip-hop music right yeah i could say what's cool and what's not cool in hip-hop that's because like i knew hip-hop before wrestling Mm -hmm. i kind of got some authority on that but like certain shit i can't be like i I can't call like i can't make fun of motherfuckers that like anime I don't watch wrestling, dude. No, no, no. Vice versa, because my brother, they, he tried to tear me up about that sometimes. Oh, you still watch wrestling? I'm like, bro, you still watch? You watch Dragon Ball Z. What are y'all talking about? What? Yeah, you still rush like, to the movies to see Toy Story. Like, chill out, bro. Like, no, you can't, you can't be huge in the comics and then talk about people liking wrestling. Like, we exactly. all, we like, we like our own stuff, dude. All grown it's people cool. like kids stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, grown people just bought Disney Plus, like right, just to watch old Disney movies. Yeah, we we love the kids stuff, and it's crazy. This promotion really had all the old wrestlers. I'm looking at Lou Gallows versus Rhino. 
is this like uh all right which luke gallows is is this like post festus is this pre festus is this post king uh uh it's straight edge society okay luke gallows yeah we didn't forget luke gallows was Kane for four yeah. weeks <laughs> yeah, in 2006 carlito in there um man, let's get to these releases though Oh uh, yeah, we got a uh, we got some releases uh in WWE rare WWE releases. Like yeah. people people don't get released from their contract that often anymore. Not, like not they used anymore. to. Yeah. They used to all the time, but they don't anymore. Uh Luke Harper, Sinkara, and the Ascension all finally were granted their releases from WWE. Uh, uh so what's next for these guys? Where do you possibly see them landing? Um I know everybody's I always going to say AEW. I don't think Sin Cara is going to be Sin Cara anymore because <laughs> he wasn't Sin Cara to start with. So I feel like he would do something else. But like the fact they announced Sin Cara is being released, are they just like getting rid of the character since like? Yeah. Because this person was not the original Sin Cara. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like are they not going to keep the character around? Anymore? Is the original Sin Cara still wrestling in Mexico? Uh, probably in Mexico. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So you got the, you just had a new sin card. They kind of like how TNA did with Suicide. They had like multiple people playing him. Yeah. Which I thought they could do for Sin Cara. Did they just realize? All right, we got too many luchador. Like I hope, now. I hope he don't go off onto like the indie scene talking about he Sin Cara. Like <laughs> you can't use that damn name. <laughs> like okay. I mean, out of anyone who I would expect to go to AEW, it's probably Luke Harper. I mean, it makes sense. Honestly, I don't know what they do with him right now, but I would be surprised to see him. The Ascension, no, they're going to be at your local wrestling events. That's it. You don't uh, think you can see Ascension in, like, Impact or – no, I mean I, I could see AEW bringing them in, but at the same oh time, oh my god, if they brought them in, I I would throw up. <laughs> I can't, I can't really see them because no, like the this butcher blade and bunny that kind of give like give off ascension vibes. They already they, they would have to do some serious repackaging for us to for any wrestling fan to really even care about where they go. Yeah, you know, like. Since Which is crazy NXT, because they were NXT, so dope in NXT. Yeah, since NXT, they did nothing. And that was, they came up, what, 2014? I don't even remember. The, when the main roster? Up. Yeah, I, I think it was. 2015, I think. 20, yeah, 20, well, it's been, what, four years? They literally did nothing when they came. They did nothing throughout that entire time. The, the career highlights for the Ascension outside of NXT were appearing in episodes of Fashion Files. Yeah, that was it. That's probably it. And yeah, they they did nothing. So I don't see. I don't know where they would go. Like I said, I, I really don't. Uh, just because I really got into NXT around the time they were going to the main roster, and when they were on the main roster, I didn't care about them. So I really don't know nothing about them. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they could go to WWFX. If they <laughs> re reopen, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I I don't see them really going too many places. Um, 
see I could see Luke Harper possibly going to AEW. Um because they don't have too many bigger guys there. So you, you need somebody for your, you know, Jake Hager and who's the dude with MJF Warlow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, so so you know, you need gradually bring bring in bigger guys, kind of tussle with them. Um Sankara, I could probably see him doing some uh you know, probably taking the mask back off and doing some other stuff uh yeah. around around the US. Maybe I don't know. I mean he's not Mexican. I mean he's I mean he's Mexican, but like he's American. Like he's born in yeah. Texas. So I don't know if he I don't know his history. He might have wrestled in Mexico before. I'm pretty sure he has. Uh might have. Uh, here, here's one I actually maybe could see in the future. I don't know how soon in the future. Uh, Cedric Alexander, I could see going to AEW since uh, his wife is there now. Big Swole. Big Swole's his wife? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I would seeing Cedric I just found it out a few weeks ago. I didn't know that either. Yeah, they need a title. Like, when they bring a singles title in, they need a title like the X Division or like the Cruiserweight title. Like for their first singles title, I feel like that would be pretty cool, and I, I hope they and I hope they don't bring in a TV title because I've I've never liked those names of the belt. They probably they probably will bring in the TV title yeah. because this is WCW light. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. Please don't bring in no TV title. They're gonna name it the TV title. Most of the pay per views are gonna be old Dusty Rhodes WCW pay per view names. I mean, I can understand that. That's just pops. You know, you want to keep his name alive. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's understandable. So that's yeah. not a, that's not an issue. But this is yeah. it's on TNT. Yeah, the whole setup is is WCW light, which I mean, I I get kind of paying homage to that. But let's not let's not build your identity on that going forward. Right, uh, right. Because, I think uh, one thing about it is. I really hope they have like a wrestling school somewhere where these guys train because the thing I've seen is like a lot of botches and like I hate when I catch them. Like tonight it was like a move where Cody dove outside the ring, but the guy was still like on his knees and he basically like just had to like basically like show everybody that he's catching Cody and like so he don't fucking run hurt himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they they gotta start really working. It's on a lot of botches. Yeah, but but I want to see what they're gonna do in this next year. Now we have them actually have they you know from January to December. Like I understand they start in October, but I want to see what they're gonna do from January to December. See how this shows turn. See how it grows because um, I think. Even themselves, along with everybody else, we put, like, a lot of, like, backing into it. I know it's going to be some good wrestling. I really wasn't really expecting no good writing right off the back. So I want to see how they writing and everything else develops along and, with their wrestling and their science. And let's stop building angles on these platforms that nobody watches. I think we mentioned this before. I'm not sure. But let's let's stop introducing – and, and having major moments and angles take place on AEW Dark and like being the elite and on just various different YouTube shows. 
Like yeah. let's let's have these things happen on television, and then you can you can build those things on those shows on YouTube. Yeah, but let's let's it. stop having them actually happen on these shows because not everybody's watching those shows. Exactly. Those shows don't get as much promotion. As um, I went to go get some food last night. This place around the corner, and they had a. Who, who played last night? Philly and um, I forget who Philly played last night. Uh, it was on TNT, and so the TV was on TNT, and they must have played like five AEW commercials that whole time. I was in there waiting on my food. Really? Oh, like they played like I said when I was at the movies. Uh, on what was that? Oh, you was at the movies when they showed? Yeah, yeah. I was like in the movie theater and oh, they showed okay. the commercial of. I was going to see Queen and Slim, and they showed the uh, well, that trash as everybody said it was. It was very, it it was very like there's no way they could have got away with that. And to me, the ending was like stupid. Like yeah, also Bunny and Clyde type. I'm not dying over somebody I just met. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till that go to the uh, to the free movie site and I'm gonna watch it because I'm I'm yeah. not about to spend no money on that. Movie I mean, at all. if you take away like I ain't about life, to give no views on Netflix when it get there. But you, if you if you take away the real life aspect of it, like what would happen in real life, and you just look at it as a straight up movie, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting movie. But when we look okay. at that stuff like now, when we like as adults and we looking at real life, we'd have been like, yo, they would have been shot up and caught in like two days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, about that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, anyway. Uh, moving on. Let's wrap. Because <laughs> I heard so much bad stuff about that movie. It just like it just sound terrible. Um, and it, it's it's a certain type of black people that was the ones hyping it up. So I knew it was not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's neither. <laughs> It's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but to wrap this up, man, uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it was like randomly in mid-conversation. And I feel like we need to show a little bit more respect than that to a legend. Uh, Ray Mysterio, happy uh, 45th birthday. Uh, yeah. To the greatest luchador, the greatest cruiserweight. Yes, sir. It's the greatest luchador of all time. Yes, sir. Uh, multiple-time world champion, multiple time cruiserweight champ i think he has the most cruiserweight championships uh for the original cruiserweight title the one that came from wcw okay i think he has the most reigns of all time he was the last cruiserweight tag team champion in wcw him and billy kidman i didn't watch too much wcw so I, <laughs> I, I was an attitude era guy i was a uh I, I, I was like a stone cold steve austin guy so i was kind of a loyalist I was uh, I was kind of a loyalist, and some things don't change. Uh, Twenty years later, go watch go watch that last WWE show, the uh, WCW show on, on the network. The uh, the Nitro. Yeah, I was actually in the middle of watching that a couple months ago, and I fell asleep. I never finished it, so I need to go back. <laughs> I like to go back and watch old shit every now and again. I was watching that one, yeah. and uh, yeah, I didn't finish. I fell asleep. Uh, I need to go finish that. I think I can't find it no more. They only um, had two champions. <laughs> yeah, that title wasn't around long. Like, yeah, like that the hard, title was a, you remember WCW had the hardcore. It was around title? for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. So W Vince Vince Russo WCW is uh something the else. Filthy animals. That was the name. Yeah, I remember filthy animals. That is crazy. 
So uh, WCB had the best cruiserweight division ever. Um, but Rey Mysterio being the best cruiserweight of all time, which I had a theory earlier this year that Buddy Murphy was going around calling himself the greatest cruiserweight of all time. I thought they would have like had Rey Mysterio go to 205 Live and try to put some eyes on that show. Yeah. I'm sorry, I suggest things that kind of make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think it makes sense. I think you got to find a way to put some eyes on 205 Live somehow. Remember Three Count? <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, and what was the other dude's name? What was his name? He didn't do nothing. I forgot his name. Uh, Evan, Evan Courageous. Courageous or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot how to pronounce his name. I forgot that dude. Yeah. But yeah, that was like, that was actually a dope gimmick to have at the time, though. Cause it was, you know, you had all the boy bands around, like NSYNC and right, right, right. Backstreet right. Boys and shit. And we talk about like, like, we, people forget the Hardy Boys, Gregory Helms, and like Shannon Moore, they all like grew up together. Omega Wrestling. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I'm sorry, we got off track. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I want to, like I said, I want to show some more respect to Ray Mysterio, and we're not doing that by going off track here. Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Ray Mysterio! What is yes, sir. your favorite Ray Mysterio moment? Like, what's something that happened throughout Ray Mysterio's career you just remember? I have two. Go ahead. Um. I might have three. Uh, him and Eddie Guerrero, Halloween Havoc. Uh, what year was that? 90s. I forget the year. Um, Rey Mysterio beat Eddie Guerrero for the uh, WCW Cruiserweight title. That's uh, one of my favorite moments. Uh -huh. My other favorite moment was Rey Mysterio's first night on SmackDown. Oh, man. He did yes. the crossbody off of the cage. And I'm like that really solidified him with WC, WWE audiences at the time. And that put him over right then and there. Like, that really put him over to... Uh, His interest was put him... Heyman writing SmackDown at the time? I yeah, don't I think remember. so. I think um, so. His interest put happened, him over right away, though. No, I don't think Paul Heyman was because he was with Brock. Uh, but at the time, if you didn't watch WCW... You probably didn't know exactly who, <laughs> who he was. was. Right. I mean, you maybe knew him, but you probably didn't know. And so that moment, Rey Mysterio comes out during the main event and just does a crossbody off of the cage. That really, really solidified him as like, yo, this somebody we gonna rock with, and they rocked with him the whole entire time. Um, yeah. And and uh, and last but not least, man, I remember this like like it was yesterday. I think this is the only time the Cruiserweight Championship main evented an episode of SmackDown and Matt Hardy ended up losing the Cruiserweight title to Rey Mysterio. And it was a dope-ass match. Um, I was, what, 10 years old watching it, and it was it was in front of – it was one of the rare cases where a guy wins a match in his hometown. And Rey Mysterio yeah. won in his hometown. And, like, we have, like, a seven-year-old Dominic right there Looks totally different. That's right. It looks totally different now. Uh, he, uh, he, look, he looks like a Chicano Walter. 
Yeah. <laughs> Every time I look at Walter, I think of it. So, like, but yeah, um, that's my top three. Uh, you don't got to give a top three, but. I think, I think my favorite one is from when I was, like, I think I was, like, 10 is when when I used to really think wrestling was still real. Mm-hmm. So I didn't believe he could beat uh, Kurt Angle and Randy Orton is when he won the World Heavyweight Heavyweight Championship. Like, I thought that was super dope. Because I'm like, you know, I'd be going for guys so I'm like, what he had for Eddie. Yeah, like right after Eddie, Eddie passed away. And, uh, yeah, I think that's my favorite moment. Even though they really didn't do too much with him after he won but I just think him winning it was it was good enough for me. Because uh, who who did who did he who did he lose to? I forgot. Wasn't it King Booker Booker T? Was it Booker T? Yeah, I think it was right before he right when he started it doing was. King Booker. Yeah, it was. I think Chavo like turned on him. Yeah, yeah. It was like you're not a Guerrero. you look back on it. Will you look back on it though? He was kind of like overstepping. Overstepping what? Chavo couldn't whoop nothing. We 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 could put nothing on Chavo back. Eddie go. We can't put the we can't put the Guerrero name on his back. We had to go with Ray. Ray was the closest thing we had. I was like, wait, you ain't, you ain't you ain't really gang though for real. You just you just a homie, but like you ain't gang for real. You out here like this yo. They team. You put on for their family. Cause what, what they were going, what was Chavo gonna do? And, and I think this is just me being biased because I always thought of Ray Mysterio as a line stepper. <laughs> Cause like in during the last I would say four years, four or five years of his WWE career initially, he would always like interject when he wasn't needed. Like a uh, like a, a heel was beating up a face, like two heels beating up a face. He would just come out there just for the sake of being a good guy. Right. I was like, you was not Batman, my dude. <laughs> like, get your ass. But yeah, uh, I like Rey Mysterio now. Uh, he just won a Grand Slam championship finally this year. Yes, Current sir. U.S. champion. He could still go. He's still out here main event. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened on Raw this Monday with that match. Because, like, as soon as that match ended, the the show was over, <laughs> right. like legit, right out of time. Um, but yeah, dude, shout out to Rev Mysterio. Happy birthday! Uh, you got anything yeah. else for us, Malik? No, nah, man, that, that's pretty much it, yo. I'm I'm super excited for this show on Friday, and then we got TLC, the last pay per view of the decade, the last one of the decade. Uh, I hope, I hope it's a little better than the one. Uh, that started the decade. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm, I got that wrong. My bad. That so I mentioned this before. I thought that the 40 man Royal Rumble was the worst damn Royal Rumble ever. This is the second worst. The the year after that was the worst. But uh, okay. that was that was the who won that was Sheamus, I think. Oh yeah. But like, hold on. Uh, before so the Royal Rumble's next month. Um, before we get into that. I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna run down the entrance in the 2010 Royal, uh, 2012 Royal Rumble. Okay. I'm gonna run these out. Okay. Uh, the Miz and Alex Riley were one and two. Our Truth, Cody Rhodes, Justin Gabriel, Primo, 
Mick Foley. Bang, bang. And who came out after Mick Foley? Alberto De Rio's personal ring announcer, Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> sure did. And then after him, Santino Morella, uh, Epico. <laughs> did, didn't they ask for their release too, by the way? I think one of them just got suspended. I think it was pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them did get suspended. Him and Robert Roode. Yeah. Uh, but Kofi Kingston, which isn't bad. But then it gets bad again. Jerry Lawler. Uh, it gets worse. bad again. Ezekiel Jackson. Even worse. It gets bad again. The great colleague. <laughs> it gets bad again. Hunico. AKA Sinkara. Yeah, mind you, he got eliminated by Awesome Kong. Eliminated by, by Awesome <laughs> Kong, who has not entered yet. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Booker T, okay. mind you, it don't sound bad. You know, Booker was, T was in a match? He was old. Booker T was doing commentary during the match. So, okay. like... With some with some context provided, that's bad. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler, that's it. Hacksaw it's Jim Duggan. It got bad. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> this is where it gets really bad. Oh my god. Michael Cole. Got worse. Uh, awesome Kong, uh, who was known as Karma in WWE. Uh, Sheamus, who ended up winning. Who was the winner? Uh, Road Dog. Oh, and uh, and uh, the rest of these aren't really bad. Uh, they had one yeah, brother, Luso, they Jack had the Swagger. Uh, I think I think one of them was hurt. Oh, okay. Uh, Jay Uso, Jack Swagger. Wait, wait, David Otunga. Uh, David Otunga is kind of bad. Um, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, and the Big Show. Big Show. Half of that pool fucking sucks. Uh. That's the worst Royal Rumble ever. Most of 21 through one is pretty bad. I mean, we had our Kofi Kingston's. We had our Cody Rhodes. We had our Miz. I like Justin Gabriel at the time. Uh, Did I say Kofi Kingston? Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Mick Foley, he's just a legend. But everybody else, I mean, Booker T, he, he really didn't need to be in there. Everybody else. Yeah, they gave the whole commentary team ent- uh, entries in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, where is Alex Riley? I heard his name a long time. So yeah, the first the first pay per view of uh, of the decade was uh, the Royal Rumble, two thousand ten. Uh, Edge ended up winning the Rumble. Hey, so um, the first the first match ended Christian. Ended up retaining the ECW title, so we might open our first pay per view of the decade with Christian, and uh, we might close it with uh, Becky Lynch Couple and Charlotte, words. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's been a fun decade, man. So next week, uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite moments of the decade. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we might uh, we might put on a little award show. You never know. Okay. Uh, uh, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Y'all know the drill. Follow us, like us. Uh, Malik.lv on Instagram. Uh, Icon for underscore on Instagram. 
YK Sports 23 on King Sports Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, hashtag YK Wrestling. You can be rocking with us, man. You already know. Like us. Subscribe. Rate. You know the whole drill. If you're not doing that, we don't rock with you. <laughs> uh, anything else you got to add, man? Yeah. No, man. That's it, brother. As always, man. You guys, uh, you know, speak your peace, man. <laughs> As I always say, you got to speak your peace, man. As Malik always said. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow SYP Nation too on, on Instagram. Facts. Yeah, we holla at y'all, man. Y'all have a great week. Uh, if we don't hear from you again, you never know. Life might get in the way. Might not, you know. What? <laughs> life might get in the way. And okay. something might happen where it's like, you know, we get busy with work or, you know, yeah, school yeah. or whatever. Well, I'm, I'm done with school, finally. But... Well, not 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 officially, officially, but for now, for the next <laughs> week, I'm done. All right. Okay. So, like I was saying, if we don't hear from you, happy holidays. Yes, sir. Uh, happy holidays and happy New Year. Uh, let's, let's, let's strive for greatness in the 2020s. I'm a, I'm gonna say this every every time we record until then. I mean, most of them won't, but we'll we'll see. We'll see, man. It's Young Kings Wrestling. I'm TC. I'm Malik. We out of here. Gone.